0: No, 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 streaming. Now, streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to episode 125 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. This is our now streaming episode. We talk about stuff we've been watching, but before we do that, uh, I want to talk to Crawford and Drew with the U, uh, who are with me here tonight, about some of the stuff I found interesting. Uh, that I, I saw this week that are outside of TV shows and movies. Do you guys know a little bit of movie trivia for you? Do you guys know the first movie in the US to get a PG 13 rating? Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. I feel That's like I should know this. Though. Feels like it should be like a Mel Brooks movie. Spielberg and I think George Lucas. Jaws. Indiana oh. Jones and the Temple of Doom. Wow the second hmm. one. The yeah. heart ripping. They're pulling yeah the pulling out of a heart really uh really did it. I think it might have been like an anniversary um, of this movie or something. I don't know why that popped up, but I was like, I, I, I'm a sucker for movie trivia. Hmm. Uh, so next time you're you know playing a you're playing a game of trivia at a bar or whatever, and they say, like, "What's the first PG-13 movie ever?" You guys know the answer. You're welcome, listener. Some uh, news from the Marvel world: uh, the director uh, Bassem Tariq for Blade uh, dropped out last week, and they've um. now pushed the. They've now pushed the uh, release date by I think like almost a full oh, year, uh, so that's not great. Uh, Mahershala Ali's still in it, but I think they fired the director and the writer and are now rewriting it.
1: I hope that it turns into some kind of time jump where Wesley Snipes
0: re- returns. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, other news in Marvel world: uh, Michael Waldron, who wrote Loki and Doctor Strange two, and Got those two jobs because he did a lot of writing for Rick and Morty. Okay. Um, He is tapped to write the script for Avengers Secret Wars. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty fired up about that uh, because that guy's great. Anytime you can bring a little bit of Rick and Morty to my MCU, I'm I'm, I'm in. Hook, line, and sinker. Then did you guys... uh, We've been talking a lot about House of the Dragons over the last couple weeks. Did you guys recognize the young um, Aegon, the younger kid... Who was out taking in the views of Westeros, as Crawford put it. Mm. Um, that one before the time jump of this last episode. Before the time jump.
1: Um, yeah, the one that almost he kind of looks like Timothy Chalamet, but like not.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of thought he looked like the kid from Stranger Things. Um, until I saw him standing by his father, David Tennant, on the red carpet. Wow. Son of David Tennant, Ty Tennant. Huh. How about that? That's cool. Greatness just runs in the bloodlines in Hollywood, I guess. Uh, And then finally, a shout out from our number one listener, Dale. Uh, He reacted to um, (laughs) our episode 121, uh, which I think was episode four or no, episode six, maybe of House of the Dragon. And he said Clubfoot Strong is giving him the same vibes as Todd from Wedding Crashers. Uh, he's not wrong. (laughs) He, He is the Todd of this show. Um, so that was a, uh, that was a great little note by Dale. Um, hey guys, as we're getting into October spooky season, um, I thought it'd be interesting to throw out some of my favorite horror movies. Uh, I know that you guys are not horror film fans and I'm not really either, but I've had to see a lot of them. Mm. And there's a couple that I do not mind suggesting to anybody. Um, even if you're not a horror movie fan, uh, number one would be Cabin in the Woods. Everybody knows I love Cabin in the Woods. Absolutely. Uh, but... Oculus is a movie starring Karen Gillian, uh, the guy from Titans. I'm pretty sure it's directed by Mike Flanagan. That may be wrong. Um, That is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. It is a really, really good movie. It's really, really good storytelling. You don't have to be a super big fan of horror movies for it. Is it in any way, shape, or form
1: related to the Oculus like by Meta? That goes over your eyes, and then you can like play games with your buddies across the country. Is that anything uh, no. like that?
0: Not even remotely. Man, <laughs> no. Not even remotely. <laughs> it feels like they. It is about a haunted mirror. Uh, feels like they missed like out on some beauty. really
1: big cross branding. And uh,
0: <laughs> like if you could watch the movie Oculus on your Oculus. That would be messed up. Sleeping Beauty or Snow White? Which one had the mirror? Snow White. Snow White. Sure. Yeah. Double down. Yeah, Snow White. Um, it Follows we've talked about It Follows before Crawford even you said you liked It Follows right Once Upon a Time yeah 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 so that's, that's a classic uh, and then there's a movie that came out during quarantine filmed during quarantine all via Zoom called Host um, I want to say it's on Hulu um, it is maybe the best horror movie of all time uh, be, when you take into account that it was all filmed basically all on Zoom during quarantine about a seance over Zoom uh, that one of my favorites. It is super scary. I think it'd be less scary now that we're doing like zooms less often, like on a less regular basis now that we aren't, uh, all shut down. Uh, but host is one I would absolutely say, um, is, is worth the trauma, the light trauma that you'll get out of it. <laughs> um, and then finally the visit, I think it's on HBO max now. Um, It's a really good M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movie, Uh, and uh, it is really fun storytelling, and it's also worth the light bit of trauma that you will receive while watching the movie. Have y'all seen any of those? No, I can't wait.
2: Uh, I've seen
1: Cabin in the Woods, and it follows. Um, Also, I feel like the review of being told it's worth the trauma is the best review a horror movie
0: could ask for. (laughs) Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the good news for you, Drew, is that none of those movies have a soundtrack that anybody can play on a piano for you later. at night. Uh, very, when you're uh, it's very important. Like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Uh, and then that leads me directly to what I've been watching this week. Uh, I watched Werewolf by Night. Okay, that was uh, on my list. dropped, yeah, it dropped this past week. It's Marvel's first venture into the monster world, and it's shot like an old-school horror movie. Um, mm. It's black and white for ninety nine percent of it. That it is. It leans really heavy into like old school horror movie tropes. Yeah. Think like Frankenstein. Uh, think like Dracula. Um, it's really fun. Uh, it introduces at least one character, maybe two or three, that I think will be important to the MCU in the future. Um, it's only fifty minutes. It's a lot of fun. Um, there are some really bloody, dark scenes. And there's one really cool hallway shot, Warner, that Marvel is now, I guess, famous for doing Warners in hallways. (laughs) Um, It's directed by um, a dude who is a longtime music composer. Uh, He's done music composing for a lot of Marvel movies. And this is his first uh, directorial debut. And it's just a lot of fun. And it reminds me a lot of watching bad old horror movies, but with the fun MCU spin on it. Um, so if you're super not into horror movies, werewolf by night will still, maybe your love for Marvel will get you into werewolf by night and that might be a good little foot in the door for some, uh, for some horror movie time. Um, so it's a good one. I suggest you guys watch it. Drew, what have you been watching, man?
2: Yeah. Uh, let me throw it back. I've only got one big thing, but I just wanted to comment on what you were talking about. And I'm wondering, it sounds like Marvel may be running out of directors, to hire for their movies <laughs> cuz they're running off a
0: few I, I think it's more like they're giving they're not they're not going with the obvious choices. Yeah. Um by going with Taika Waititi, um by going with uh the Russo brothers for Captain America stuff and in game, um like it was all kind of on the nose with yeah. uh, Josh Whedon uh and uh and John Favre like those all kind of made sense and then they started to deviate away from the Kenneth Branagh, made a lot of sense for Thor. Um, and now they're kind of deviating away from that it's kind of like the it's not who you'd think which I think is fun it gives a new fresh spin on everything I think I'm
1: laughing at the idea of they forgot to hire the director for Werewolf (laughs) by Night and like an executive producer walked in and was like hey uh, was here for the staff meeting, you know, wanted to meet the director and see what's up. And then the music director walked in and was like, Hey, so I actually had some really cool ideas about the intro. I've written a little thing. He goes, great. You're the director. He's like, what? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, his name is Michael. Ooh, that's a very Italian last name. I'm not going to be able to say very well. Uh, Giacchino, I think is, I'm going to say Giacchino. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, he's done music for a bunch of films, TV shows, and apparently video games. Oh, wow. Um, He composed Lost, Alias, Friends. Oh, nice. Medal of Honor, Call of Duty, The Incredibles, Star Trek, Up, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Jurassic Park. A whole bunch of things. So he's a big fan of J.J.
1: Abrams. That's what it seems like. So Spider-Man Homecoming. Does Werewolf by Night have an ending? Or is it, like, really good
0: for, like, 90% of it and then just fizzle out? No, yeah, it's a, it stands alone. Um, it stands alone. It sets. I think it sets some stuff up. But I could also see this being a one and done thing. And it was just fun. Or maybe they pick it up again next Halloween. <laughs> um, they do introduce one character. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. They do introduce one character who is pretty prominent in the Marvel comics. Um, and I think maybe this is how they're going to get us into the vampires and blade cool um and the sun's uh, midnight sun story mm-hmm. i could see coming kind of out of this all right so i don't want to ruin anything for anybody but uh i definitely would suggest werewolf by night all right. drew allen what have you been watching man
2: <laughs> yes yeah, sorry i know i kicked it right back to you this time i'm gonna take the football i'm gonna run with it uh a little sports talk i know how much our listeners love sports the <laughs> big thing i want to talk about this week on now streaming is rings of power i'm bringing it back I went dormant on Rings of Power for a minute. (laughs) A couple weeks, I fell behind, and I caught up uh, this weekend. And guys, it is picking up. Finally. We've got some intense battles. uh, Storming of the Keep. It kind of feels like a little bit of uh, House of the Dragon. I'm sorry, Game of Thrones action set pieces a little bit. um, With a little extra Lord of the Rings flair thrown in there. Um, The finale is coming up this Friday uh this is the first couple episodes i would recommend to anyone you do possibly have to sit through six episodes but you could just skim those kind of pick up what you need to watch the intro with Gladrill, that's pretty cool and then skip all the the hobbit stuff and then cut to the the battle at the end and it's really fun and (laughs) good hobbit stuff it's the worst (laughs) i actually
1: really enjoy this show it's the hobbits that i'm just like i don't need them get him out yeah. of here
2: so they've they've introduced a character uh the that asteroids into the earth and is supposed to be magical and they're trying to revealing that slow and steady and, and people,
0: it's a transformer
2: well I think some people are like is it Gandalf is it sauron is it Saruman? I think it's the last one the uh the wizard that turns evil in lord of the Rings for those of y'all who
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking yes. of. The big eye. Uh, no,
2: not, not not that one. No. That's Sauron, And I don't know how you get that mixed up with Saruman. Oh yeah, the big eye.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. No, he has the ring that rules them all. It's the other one that turns him <laughs> invisible. So but Saruman, uh I think that's fun, interesting. It's cool to see some of those characters that change over the thousands of years between when this takes place and the Lord of the Rings take place. Uh, but yeah, I think still for the, the, if you want to get the bang for your buck, you're going to have to know some Lord of the Rings lore to get through those first six episodes or just skip to episode seven. I really think you could do is, or maybe six is when the battle starts, seven finishes and then eight, we're going into the finale and it's picking up hardcore. So
0: I am going to watch it. I did want to wait for them all to drop so that I could then just binge watch as many as I Possibly could sit through. Well,
2: your wishes come true this but Friday. if nobody
0: turns invisible after they put a ring on, then I just
2: don't. Well, so there. the interesting thing about Rings of Power is this is the story of how the rings were made. So they're they're not there yet. But by season 12, I think we'll have at least one of those rings.
0: <laughs> I okay. I hope so
1: badly they forge the rings and go, what do you think they do? And some guy's like, I don't know. And then puts one on. And then everyone's like, ah! and then it just cuts to black.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's gone, yeah.
2: Everybody turns invisible. No, uh, I I like it. Uh, the show is fun. It's slower pace. If you have the option between the two, I think nine times out of ten, you're going to enjoy House of the Dragon more than Rings of Power. But if you just can't get it enough, Rings of Power is a good alternative, and it's picked up. It's got one episode left, so you should catch up before this Friday to really get the full impact. Although I haven't heard many people talking about it, so it's not really like you're going to get a lot of cooler talk out of this one. I've heard a office. couple of people actually
1: um, prefer Rings of Power over House of the Dragon, and it was because they felt like House of the Dragon actually moved so quickly that they're like, oh. we get it. Drama, 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 drama. Like, yeah. They actually liked that Rings of Power had a little bit of a build, and they did know exactly what was going to happen every time. Uh, I had a guy in my office go, I haven't seen the newest Lord of the or, uh House of the Dragon. And I was like, oh, okay, I won't ruin anything for you. He goes, let me guess, is there a time jump? I was like, yeah. He goes, uh, does somebody try to fight somebody? I was like, yeah. He goes, does Damon unceremoniously kill somebody? I was like, all right, are you sure you didn't watch
0: the show? Or- <laughs> <laughs> you promised me you didn't watch the show. Yeah. That's funny. That makes sense, though.
2: It's like when you go to CC's, we, we all go to CC's for the cinnamon rolls, but if you just skip the pizza altogether and just load up plate after plate of cinnamon rolls, it's it's not going to be a good time. And I want to stick by you that analogy. You that
0: for me off air. I want, stick yeah, no, I want to stick by No, I want to go, I want to really dive deep into that. It's
2: oh, I'll I'll give you my full rundown of of plate to uh, food ratio, which pizzas you're going to want to, you're going to want to get comfortable asking the server for uh, your own personal faves. But Crawford, that's all that I have. I don't know if you could tell by the extent I spent on CeCe's lore, but uh, would you mind <laughs> <laughs> taking this mantle
1: Welcome to episode 125 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. We're doing a now streaming episode brought to you by CeCe's Pizza.
2: This (laughs) week, I have been
1: watching a couple of things. One, I don't know if you have noticed, there's a Christmas in the air, the leaves are changing, uh, it's getting darker early, and that can only mean one thing, Hallmark-level movies are coming out, (laughs) and guess what's happening in the Crawford household? We're freaking watching them.
2: And Has this, Vanessa Hudgens and/or Mila Kunis come out with a movie yet? Uh, not to my knowledge, but I can only wait for
1: a Christmas Prince Volume Nine. <laughs> and this week, I watched Love on the Rise. Anyone want to take a guess on what profession is involved in this mystery romance? Baking. Yes, that's right. Oh, wow! She man. is a baker, <laughs> and the other guy is a real estate billionaire and they're gonna <laughs> buy her bakery and... no no yeah oh, oh yeah wow. but when Are they, they pin meet, pals? he's doing some recon and she thinks he's a waiter then he just keeps up the lie for a little bit and then they fall in love but they then love. she oh. finds out he's been lying the She's whole gonna time find out. and, and mm. who knows if they're gonna get together in the end and save the bakery they do and guess how they Uh-oh. convince his dad <laughs> guess how they convince his dad who has like lost all sense of reality
0: and money's the most important thing. Guess how they get him to... He makes him eat. He makes him eat something from the bakery.
1: She makes him... This is
0: literally the movie that you pitched Christmas season yes. last year.
1: Yes. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I think they listened to my podcast and they, they <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, took yeah. my idea. It's like how it's a podcast. That's good. All right. Well,
1: um, so yeah. <laughs> get ready for a steady stream of those to be brought up on our now streaming episodes. Uh, The other thing I watched was Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus. (laughs) And absolutely love this. Uh, Oh my gosh. I don't know if any of you are Hocus Pocus fans or DCOM fans, for those of you who grew up in the 90s, Disney Channel original movie. And Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus, starring the original cast of the Sanderson sisters, as well as Tony Hale uh, from Arrested Development. Buster? Yeah, Buster. He's in it, so that's really fun. Uh, He does a great job. But the the movie itself, it's cheesy, it's dumb, but it gave me all the feels. No. It took me Mm. right back to my childhood. It's 1996. I know it's three years after the movie came out, but it came out every Halloween. And I don't remember when I was one. (laughs) All right, everybody, chill out. So, uh, it's the late 90s. It's Halloween. I'm watching... Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, and Under Wraps. And this brought me right back to that feeling on the couch with a cup of hot chocolate. And if you just want a movie that's going to give you a warm blanket hug, Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney+, Plus, everybody. Uh, It's here. It's great. The uh, the other thing was Andor. Uh, It's fantastic. I I like where it's going. I'm not doing this bit with you again. And (laughs) that finally takes us to the third installment of Crawford's Corner.
0: Crawford's Corner.
1: There's a couple awesome trailers out there right now that you need to know about. And there's also one that's like, alright, this is going to be bad. The first one, and I'm very, very excited about it, is a movie called Violent Night. Have any of you seen this?
0: Yes. It's great.
1: Uh, it's a Christmas movie with David Harbour playing Santa. And he is straight (laughs) kicking ass. And he is not taking names because he's too busy kicking ass. Uh, Johnny Legs is the bad guy. So Johnny Legs, friend of the pod. Santa is making a list (laughs) and he's beating everyone twice. uh, Only if you're naughty. So I'm very excited to see a crime fighting Santa who seems very disenchanted with the holidays. Uh, He's like at a bar drinking. And then he's like, all right, got to go. Is the he the real presents. And then he just Santa? beats the crap out of people. Yes, he's real Santa. Wow. All right, I'm in. Yes. Uh, the Super Mario Bros. trailer dropped.
2: Yeah. Which
1: looks really fun. Mm-hmm. It broke um, the internet,
2: I feel like, for a little bit.
1: Yeah. I didn't have high hopes for this. Uh, and when someone texted me and said, did you, I think, Kyle, it was you, you said, have you seen Super Mario Bros.? And I was like, you mean the terrible one from the 90s? Yeah. and you were like no there's a new animated one it's fantastic chris pratt sounds not exactly like the mario i was expecting but yeah. probably better than what we deserved <laughs> he sounds a whole lot like chris pratt yeah Ooh. he does um Savage. jack black is gonna play bowser which will be interesting yeah. i do love the intro with the penguins yeah, fighting them yeah. and being like, this is Do you fraction. yield? And he's like, mm-hmm, No, yeah. uh, it looks like it's going to be a ton of fun, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Wakanda Forever, I think there was a new trailer that dropped, and I think it still looks really cool. Uh, I think it's going to give me all the feels, and I still think Namor looks really lame,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so which makes sense because he is. Canonically, well,
1: pretty well, lame. part of it is that he's like this Omega level mutant and is supposed to be like six, something, seven feet tall. And they cast him as like this five, four tiny person. Yeah. <laughs> and he's supposed to intimidate people as the king of the sea. And then he has to like look up to everybody. And it's like, all right. And I'm not hating on short people, all right? Like, kind of sounds like you No, were. no, no. Some of my favorite people are short. But just. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was a thinly veiled shot. <laughs> I'm not veiling anything. That was, that was intended only for you. The other one <laughs> that I think is going to be terrible is called Slumberland. This is going to be a Netflix movie. It's about a little girl who discovers her deceased father's crazy bedtime stories might not have uh, been so made up. Jason Momoa is a like dream character that's going to lead her on some kind of dream heist. And I'm going to say there's a 95% chance right now that he turns out to be using her for his own selfish reasons and no. that it turns out that he's the bad guy the whole time. No. So.
0: No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's like, I'm calling that like nine months out. I don't know when this movie's coming out, but it's it's not going to be good. Uh, it looks like a fun family movie <laughs> if you're into that, but not going to be anything too crazy. Uh, but that's been Crawford's Corner.
0: Crawford. Corner.
1: but thank you for listening to this episode of now streaming on not the podcast you deserve if there's other things that you think we should be streaming send us your recommendations on twitter at ntpyd podcast or if there's some movie trailers you want me to check out and we'll talk about in crawford's corner send them there too join us next time as we're talking she see you soon